Hey everyone, Eric here. As we get set to release the finale of Season 7, I wanted to let you know about something really exciting that we're doing for our Patreon subscribers starting this Friday. As you all probably know by now, I love Delta Green, the game we've been running for this season and a few past seasons as well. And even though we'll be moving on to a new game for next season, we aren't done with the Delta Green content. Starting this Friday, we'll be releasing episodes of our playthrough of the scenarios in a book called Control Group, published by Arc Dream Publishing, the creators of Delta Green. Now, the scenarios in Control Group are a little different than other Delta Green games we've run before. In these stories, the players aren't members of the program. They're just regular people going about their regular lives, and then something happens that thrusts them into the world of the unnatural. Over the course of the book, players get to take on the role of military personnel in Afghanistan, doctors dealing with a potential outbreak in a small town in Arizona, and even astronauts sent on a mission to space. I'll be GMing all these scenarios, and I'll be joined by many of your favorite Nature of My Game players as we go. Keep an eye on our social media for more information over the coming days and weeks. And if you're interested in hearing us play through Control Group, just support us at the $5 Hope You Guess My Name tier on Patreon, which you can find at www.patreon.com slash nomgpodcast. Thanks again for all your support, either through Patreon or just listening to us each week. It truly means so much to every single person involved in the making of the nature of my game. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the finale of Season 7, Fortunate Son. Previously on the Nature of My Game podcast. Ellie, is that you? And Father Seamus? I apologize, that was confrontational. And I don't know if there's a chance of finding her or a group of people that she's affiliated with, but that's the strongest lead we have. That and the lizard monster. I will just note that like now Ellie's paranoia is just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I suggest we get our get some rest you know at first light tomorrow we head back to the woods listen i i don't want to i don't want to alarm you too much but certainly an abnormal unnatural species we're talking white reptilian let me ask you a question agent Lau. why should i some things go beyond our understanding and that's when faith comes in they tell stories of a time when the shawnee encountered strange white-faced people who live inside the mounds all the old dreams that he had are are coming back. And I think you're just, you're starting to wonder, is there some sort of connection between this creature that you saw and Arthur Hunt? I think, I think anything's a possibility at the moment. And there's like a, an almost like petrified, mummified version of that same reptilian white creature buried in the mound. Chester, Ohio, August 1st, 2013. Catherine Finnegan was getting tired. She'd been hiking for almost two hours now, and her stamina wasn't what it used to be. She could hear her daughter's voice in her head as she walked, and she hated to admit that her daughter had been right. You know, Mom, you really shouldn't be hiking alone anymore. It's too dangerous. Honestly, Catherine shouldn't ever have gone hiking alone, let alone now, but there was something so peaceful, so freeing about it that she'd never been able to kick the habit. She relished the idea that no one knew where she was, that no one could find her, even if they'd wanted to. She was well and truly off the grid, at least for a little bit. But now her energy was starting to drain, and she needed to make sure she got back to her car before dark. Now that she was in her 60s, it seemed like the exhaustion came on more quickly than it ever had, 
as if all of a sudden her body felt the need to remind her that it wasn't as spry as it used to be. But Catherine was close to the trailhead, she was sure of it. She'd been on the hiking trails of Megas County thousands of times, and she felt like she knew the shape of every tree, the bend of every path, and each divot in the trail like she knew the curves in her own face. She would just push a little bit harder, and she'd be at the car in no time. A few moments later, however, Catherine realized she had made a mistake. She had tried to pick up the pace, and now her legs felt like they couldn't take one more single step. She put her hands on her knees and breathed hard, wishing for a few more minutes of sunlight, for the energy of her youth, and most of all, for the comfort of the driver's seat of her car. But she had none of those, and would have to find a way to summon up just a bit more energy to finish the hike. That's when she saw another hiker coming down the trail. He looked like a man in his late 30s or early 40s, a bit overweight, and he was moving strangely. Catherine couldn't quite put her finger on it, but something about the man seemed off. But she barely had the energy to finish the hike, let alone get away from someone 20 years her junior, no matter how out of shape he might be. So she straightened up and continued down the trail, hoping that she'd just wave to the man as she passed him, and that would be it. Where had he come from, she thought as she approached. She'd been able to see for quite a ways down the trail and hadn't seen him coming, but she'd closed her eyes to take a deep breath, and when she opened them again, he'd been there on the trail. Did he come out of the woods? Hi there, Catherine said as she got close to him. Lovely day for a hike, isn't it? She tried to sound calm and tried to make it clear that she wasn't slowing down to chat. The man looked at her as she approached, but didn't say anything. He just looked at her, and Catherine couldn't help but worry at the way he looked at her, like he was examining her or appraising her. Catherine looked away and started to walk past him, finding a new source of adrenaline and moving more quickly than before. As she passed him, she looked down at the path in front of her, and just for a moment she saw the man's shadow stretching out in front of her, projected by the setting sun shining through the leaves of the trees surrounding them. She gasped, despite herself. Rather than the shadow of a man, she saw the shadow reveal a large, snake-like head and a jaw that was slowly expanding as she watched. She tried to let out a scream, but it was too late. So I think it would be disingenuous of us to um, to do any banter for this last episode that was not a, dis a discussion of what we just found out in that last episode. Um, which was substantial. Which was substantial, I think. Um, and a lot to unpack. And so here's how I want to structure this. Let's talk just as players for a little while about what we think we heard. Um, make sure that we make can make sense of that. And then I think we will shift into Seamus knocking on the door of Ellie and uh, Ellie and Sonny's room. <laughs> um, and the, then the characters can discuss a little bit about what they what they think that they figured out and talk, leading into what they want to do about it. How does that sound? Cool. Great. Sounds great. Awesome. All right. So just as players, um, how are your emotions right now? How are you feeling? What do you what do we think? Oh, we just, boy. Uh, oh, boy. 
I mean, I'm stoked. Like, I feel like this is, <laughs> this is way more information than I think Sonny certainly got last time. And uh, not only just Sonny, but like, I mean, us players. Yeah. Like, I don't remember getting this far along. And yeah, I guess in a way, like also just adding, it, it's like an extension of that story still. So it's yep. like, yep. oh, cool. Like, this is like a year in the making. Yeah, it is literally part two of that story. So yeah. it's, yep. it's not, it, it is definitely part of the story. There are four parts, by the way. Ooh. Ooh. Sunny, Ooh. don't die. And we're, we're, we're coming back. And that we're would, back. I hope that happens. Oh, man. I need I need someone from that crew to, like, it's make the it to the Lau end. the Sunny Lau saga. Is what yeah. It is. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, so, like, okay. It seems as though what we are getting from what has been putting down in front of us, like, what, what, however they're doing it, like, I think the, 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 the white-faced, moon-faced, whatever it is, creature of legend is alive and kicking, potentially started coming back with Hunt, and seems to have potentially taken his place. I, I think I think almost certainly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, that's, that is like the one, that was the one thing I was going to say. Not uh, a robot. You know, Pre-recording, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's certainly a, one of the white-faced, we want to call them white-faced, moon-faced, like, what are we referring to them as? Uh, Monsters. I mean, reptilian, the, uh, it's, it's, yeah. you think they're probably all the same. Yeah. Like, it, it's yeah. without a doubt one of them who, like, Hunt was, I think I think the thing that I haven't tr- locked onto yet is just, like, were, you know, Hunt, Michael Brown, and, and Douglas Yale, like, when they made contact with these people uh, or these creatures and like when that, yeah, when, when that happened, because then it seems very much like all of them, like whatever version of them came out afterwards was not yeah. them and was one of these mm-hmm. creatures. I mean, God, for all we know, that cult literally exists to get people there and get them replaced. Yeah, like, yeah, I think the cult it has to. I wonder if the cult is just the creatures. Like, yeah, is yeah. all of Chester these creatures? They're it would all explain, really nice. <laughs> it would totally explain why everyone's so weird. And, Mary Gerard and, and nice. But I think we could. Like, I think maybe I'm mistaken. But like the when of how these guys encountered these creatures, I feel like would be pretty simple to triangulate. I don't know the how though. Like how they. Um, encountered the moon-faced people. Yeah. But it seems like they were, like, just the totally mounds, taken over. it seems like. Yeah. Like, because we, we know that both Hunt and Yale used to frequent the mounds at night. Right. And, like, for all we know, those mounds, like, in my dream, Ellie's dream, are the burial site. Like, that really is accurate. And that, like, that is where... The creatures that used to live in those mounds, according to the legend, like really still are in some maybe dormant capacity. Yeah. Such that. And, like, and have they just been like alive under there the whole time, or maybe. like did hunt or someone do something to like bring their spirits about? Um, yeah, because hunt seems it seems like that's the first, the first one that what, came so back. That was. 1923. 19, yeah. April 9th is the day. Like, that's when he, the version of him that came his back. His transformation. Was, yeah, that's when his transformation. His rebirth. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. I'll say. <laughs> and then, do we have, I guess, uh, 
I don't know that we have specific dates for the other We have in, 19, in, in 98 was when yeah. Michael Brown quit the university yeah. to start the cult. Well, but he didn't. He quit the university in 98. And then, but then his father he started the cult a few years in, ago. In 2000, yeah. Yeah, yeah it huh. officially went cult in 2000. And like, he would have, and it would have been 99, I think, judging from what the other professor said. Whenever whatever transformation had happened, had yeah, happened. Yeah, when he came back and didn't recognize mm-hmm. them. Yeah, yeah, I'm now convinced that's what the cult is. <laughs> Until we find out otherwise, it's the mound I, people. So yeah. maybe going to the cult and discussing these creatures is not the best idea. <laughs> yeah, potentially. Whatever like fake story we were gonna give, they were gonna see right through that yep, and be yep, like, yep, uh, yep, yep. Nope. "Hey, you You're never heard dead. of any white lizard people, have you?" And um, oh, that would man. be it. All right, so we talked about we talked about um, Michael Brown slash Dan and Ignis. We talked about Arthur Hunt. Yeah. Excluding Ellie herself, there were there was there was Douglas Yale and then the the old naked the woman lady. also in your dream. Who is the lady? I don't. She is so confusing to me. It's not. It's not Mary Gerard, right? I would have recognized. <laughs> it was not Mary Gerard. No, 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 no. It was not. What a twist. Oh, Did, are we forgetting lady. someone else that went missing? Um, I, I don't think we've heard about anyone. Like there just was just all of just all of Douglas Yale's victims. Yeah. Well, but he killed. Well, he killed. He killed women, right? Men, men. Yeah. Men, men. Okay. Well. It's an array. Like men. literally, the only other women I can think of are the fact that Hunt had a mom and an aunt, both of whom are supposed to have died. But for all, I don't know, maybe they didn't die. Oh, but didn't the mom didn't the mom run away too? The mom ran away, and then the the aunt died from the flu. Mm. The mom would so be much be, older. Than than yeah, that nine, should be before like, all that happened. Yeah. And like, oh yeah, she would have yeah. been born in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah. All right. It was the know. the deputy that arrested Douglas Yale. Did we ever get it? It was that a, a man? No, it was or a woman? man. It was okay. a man. Um, I don't. I don't know who she is. I mean, like, hey, time travel has been on the table. For all it's we true. know, like that opens some doors. But Hunt didn't age, you know. Hunt did so not. There's some, maybe there's some relationship with these lizard yeah. people and and non-aging. Yeah, I mean, for all we know, she's some sort of like, I don't know, like maybe maybe she is. Maybe she's Mineto, the 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 sun god, Could <laughs> be? the snake god. The snake god. <laughs> She could be like a member of these these white faced monsters who don't necessarily want to keep doing whatever they're doing. It just happens to have taken human form and run away for all we know. It's weird to me that she saw a nice looking human man and like kept running because I would have thought yeah, that. I mean, like, did we did we hear it? Like, did she seemed did she seem possessed when she was running? Was she like? scared was she scared of Seamus or scared of what she, she was seemed, running from or? she seemed she seemed afraid of Seamus when she saw him she did oh, not okay. seem afraid as she entered the path she seemed maybe not maybe afraid's the wrong word but hmm. she she was not something about coming onto the path and seeing Seamus bothered her i mean he was bloody so like if she knows the rules not he wasn't bloody yet i didn't wasn't oh, bloody yet oh he wasn't bloody and so <sighs> she wouldn't have been running she probably wouldn't have been running from the creature because the creature appeared after I started bleeding. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think she's almost more likely to like be a another victim or mm. uh, may, like one of 
the creatures to be. Well, because, like, I think I think we have every reason at this point to think that, like, my beloved bone paste is some sort of byproduct of these things eating people. And, like, I don't know why they left Yale's bones. Truth be told, like, I don't know how they figured out they were Yale's. <laughs> but, like... I think they figured it out through DNA. They had bones. Yeah, so they could... that's true. That's true. Ellie would make that assumption. <laughs> yeah, what are we what are we assuming about Yale then? Like is mm. was was he somehow able to like resist these creatures? Like how did like he broke he got he had my, that confrontation with the cult. That's but, my thing. Like my first instinct is that like because now my working theory whether or not it's true or anyone agrees is that like yeah, the cult exists to bring more of these creatures out. And it seems like they do have to take the place of somebody. And so maybe he was told, hey, Yale, it's your turn. And he was like, no, F that noise. I will not be doing that. And so was trying to, like, run away and escape it. But then, no, but that timeline doesn't track. Mm. All right. So let's so let's shift into the actual story. Yep. Um, <sighs> <laughs> we didn't crack it. Shucks. <laughs> we didn't get anywhere. <laughs> it's 2 a.m. Sunny is is. You know, this is all a little coincidental, but Sonny is having this revelation about the connection between Arthur Hunt and the blood and the creatures that he saw in his dreams at the same about the same time that Ellie is having this dream as Seamus has been doing all this research and comes over and knocks on the door. Yeah. And so I'm going to we're going to fast forward through you all share this information with each other and I'll place you in the you know, you're all tired you're all like your minds Ellie's are probably drunk. racing. Ellie's drunk. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Sorry, guys. Get yourself together. Take, <laughs> take it from there. Take it from there. All right. So now that we've got all the dots, how do we connect them? Well, it's not robots. That much I think we can be assured of. I don't know. Like, I do think, yeah, the instinct that we should probably not go knocking on the cult's door, asking about monsters, is probably right. But yeah. I, I don't think we're armed, equipped enough to go in there, and I don't think I don't I don't think it's safe really for any of us to be going in there now at this point. I agree. Do we go to the mounds? Do we try digging? I mean, if we're thinking that there's more of them, yeah, like we're not just looking for one creature now. Like we might be stumbling upon who knows how many. And again, I don't know what we would be able to do. Yeah. God, I don't want to, like... I hate the idea of ruining a, a famous indigenous historical landmark, uh, but if that thing is some sort of breeding ground for monsters, it, it feels like we we can't let it keep popping them out. What's the weather like tomorrow? Is it sunny? Yeah, sure. Do you want it to be sunny? <laughs> well, these things don't like the sun. True. Right? True. Although, was it sunny in the forest when we were attacked? I guess it was, it was, it was closer to sunset. It was like, it was getting dark, yeah? Yeah. And it was the forest, so. Not direct. Not, you know, it, it, you, you, don't, you don't have the impression that it's like a vampire thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, why not? It's not like a, it's not like a, because I think, I, actually, I think, Sunny, you would remember that, that um, Montgomery Green didn't say that Arthur Hunt never went out into the sun. That would be impossible. But he used to wear these, like, very dark sunglasses when he did. But he didn't, like, shrivel up and die right. when he was in the sunlight. Okay. All right. He just didn't All prefer right. it. Right. 
Okay. And we know that blood draws them out. Yeah. God. But we have no idea of knowing how many there are. No. And we have a trunk full of weapons at the moment. Yeah, but there's only three of us. I, 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 trunk full was not a uh, oh. meant to be a large amount. <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> that was a small amount. Yeah. That was a small. We have we have a three Prius, firearms, a, a baseball bat, yeah. and a knife. <laughs> it's more. I mean, to be fair, it's more weapons than I usually have in that car. <laughs> oh God! Like, um, okay, okay. Let's let's take this back to basics. We are here for the agency. And I mean, should we be getting in touch with them? I don't know. Like, it feels like the threat needs to be contained, correct? Right. That's our orders. But how the hell do you contain a multiple monster threat? Or at least we think there's multiple. There might not. There might only be the one, but... <sighs> is it worth... Is it worth trying to focus on that one in the forest? Is it worth trying to get out there and seeing if we can at least finish him off and find some sort of, I don't know, den... Or it's not, a, oh, that's a problem. It's not just a monster. It's like a monster person. So for all I know, it's got a little hut, if not an actual house on the grid. Like with like, like, with like a welcome mat and stuff? Yeah, I mean, you're just, I don't you're, know. You're just afraid of uh, <laughs> ruining its, its domicile? I, I mean, that's, I, it's one of those, I just don't know what we're going to find. Like She's drunk, remember? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I don't... We also have suspicions that the people in the town are somehow related to or these things. So I mean, we like could have, we could have the whole town of Chester just chasing us, right? If we're not careful, I don't know if we should like dramatically. I don't know. You know how in movies they always like cut their palms, and then, then for some reason their palm instantly heals, and they never have a problem, but they get a dramatic flow of blood. I don't know if we should like get some blood and throw it out in the street and see if all the residents go. Ellie, Ellie, do, do, you want movie, some, Ellie. do you want some water? This is real like, life. Um, <laughs> I, will, I will take some water. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think the question at this point that we have in front of us is, are we going out there yeah. or what, what is our alternative? Yeah. I mean, we do know that like Seamus's knee seems to indicate that is a way of getting one fast. Can we set a trap? Maybe. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, get out in the forest, arrange ourselves somehow, and like, uh, I don't know, see what comes. Hopefully not die. There has to be a better way, though. What happens if we call Delta Green and tell him everything we know? Yeah, I think, I think Delta Green would probably expect you to deal with what you could deal with reasonably hmm. and then inform them if you believe that the threat is beyond your capacity if that makes sense and i think they would expect that one creature was yeah, within your capacity absolutely. an entire cult or entire town yeah. full of them i don't think they would expect you to but they would they would want some sort of like proof before oh, they went in and like you know like okay. firebombed the town or the cult <laughs> <laughs> yeah right, so we got fair enough we gotta... i guess <laughs> it's it's catch and kill, right? Yeah, we got to get that one. Um, Eric, Sonny is having a moment of just thinking back to what they found in the the, the Cincinnati Green Box, uh-huh. and is wondering if if there's any sort of like like semblance of a stone tower in Chester. Hmm. 
Or no. if this pale woman that was in the painting might resemble that woman that was running out in the forest. <gasps> she that was is... not the, the the woman was not old in the painting. She was young. Great. Bone structure similar. That would be a hell of a <laughs> hell of a link. I like that idea a lot. Alright, then the thought comes and goes. There. Okay. Alright, so you're gonna try to go out into the forest and, and catch get, this thing? Get a monster, I guess. Like, yeah, what other choice do we have? Yeah. Do we go back, like... I don't know, because I think what we... In a perfect world, right? We'd, like, be able to find out if the cult are all monster people. But I don't know how the hell we get proof of that. Unless, I don't know, we... I hate to go back to it, but, like, get some blood and throw it over the fence and see if a frenzy develops. And, like, run. I don't know. It's one way. But I think, at the very least... Task number we, one we would certainly have be... to. We would ha- certainly have to get ourselves more equipped than we currently are. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like we're good for one wounded, hopefully, uh, creature in the woods. God, I hope it doesn't have like Terminator regenerated stuff. <laughs> I still think we'd. I still think we would want to, even if it's just the one. Yeah. We might want to be a bit more equipped with supplies, whether or not it's flashlights. You know, mm. to potentially like phase them with some. That's an excellent idea. And if they really like hot, this is dumb. But do we have any way of making cold? Do we grab a bunch of ice? Maybe. I don't know if it would hurt. Does anybody ever have a snake for a pet? I don't know anything about reptiles. Does Ellie have anything in biology? That actually, what a fair, <laughs> what a fair thing she you does have biology. Know anything about reptiles? <laughs> All right. Uh, go She's got a fifty percent in biology. Yeah, go ahead and roll biology. <laughs> it's late. Ellie's not doing great. Ooh, that's a four. Shit, oh. Yeah, Ellie knows all about reptiles, yo. Yeah, she definitely <laughs> does. Um, at the very basics, reptiles are cold-blooded, and yep. so they cannot regulate their own body temperature. Yep. And so they would they would be averse to both extreme extreme possible. heat and extreme mm. cold. Yeah. Though extreme heat would at least allow them to, they wouldn't go into like a, a hibernative state yeah. um, as Torpor. they would in, in extreme cold. And they're nocturnal and like many animals can see in the dark and generally p- prefer kind of cool, dark places. Okay, 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 okay. So. Much like Arthur Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> You're we not get wrong. It. He's a reptile. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So we do not want to go out there at night. We want to make sure no. we go outside at long after the sun has gone up, like not at sunrise. I think we want to give it some time. Noon. Yeah. yeah. Mm. The heat of the day. Such as it is. Check that, check that forecast again. What's the temperature expected to be for tomorrow? Yeah. What was the temperature in Chester, Ohio on the Wednesday? We're gonna go we're gonna go with partly cloudy and mild. No We said sunny. I think I think partly cloudy and mild is a fair compromise. It's completely fine. (laughs) Yeah, I think we gotta get like some big ass flashlights and and that's great. We wanna give them the opposite of what they like. So yeah. Light I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking about with the ice. I don't know if we're thinking we like throw ice at them. That doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just ice cubes. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. 
<laughs> I mean, it's we... not like D&D where you're like, uh, I'm going to do cold damage to this yeah, creature. exactly. Like, if we found it sleeping, we could all sneak up real quiet and pour a whole bag of ice on it. And maybe that would confuse it. But I don't think that's a good idea. Throw it in a refrigerator? <laughs> I wish. Portable refrigerator in the woods. Maybe so if they have a whole house. Okay. Um, yeah. I think light is the easiest thing that we can get to freak them out. Unless, like, we get a bunch of those little hand warmers and just, like, stick them on there. <laughs> stick it. Um, no. Light and guns. <laughs> what we're going for light and guns where where eric how would we be able to obtain more weapons tomorrow like i figured that would be sunny's alley mm. sure so there are a few ways that you can attempt to um obtain items that are potentially more difficult to get you can try to do a, an, an official requisition through the cia um to acquire some weapons you'll deal with any consequences that come up with Mm. reviews or anything like that you can you could call in a favor with someone through the cia which would be a different tactic just like hey don't ask me any questions but like i need you to get me something uh you could spend your own money on weapons it is ohio after all you could go just buy some guns or you could go through the black market to try to acquire them i feel like the quickest and most expedient way is just go to the gun store in Ohio and buy yeah. some guns. Is that something you could put on the uh, school credit card there, Seamus? Jesuits love guns. Love them. Famously pro-gun. Um, I got cash. I got a little bit of cash. That's true. Alright. Yeah, I think Sonny would prefer not to alarm any CIA friends or officials. Yeah. He's still not technically allowed back in the field much for cia business uh so working remote is one thing but trying to obtain weapons is another thing fair sure um so what do you want to get and the, you know the the harder the the you know the the more the harder it is to get the more you have to spend and the you know the the worse the consequences for that are yeah any ideas team like you can be vague. I can help you with some of the specifics. Like I have a like list an, of things here. I hate these things, but like an assault rifle of yeah, some I mean, kind. That's where my mind went too. I just yeah, don't know how difficult that is going to be. Because like I know Ellie's good with a shotgun, so like I feel like getting something that is in her wheelhouse is probably her best move. Because I feel like an assault rifle is not a thing that she's going to know how to work with. You've got the, I mean, you've got the two shotguns. But they are, now here's the thing, I don't know, I don't, I know how shotguns work myself. Like, I know those are sawed-offs, and it sounds they like are. we think that's good for close range, so maybe getting something that's like at a regular ranged rifle would okay. be a good idea, or shotgun. Yep. Like a, just like sense. a hunting rifle, yeah. Yeah. Seamus, uh, you, you using an assault rifle? I'd rather not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I would prefer to be armed with, okay. with a, a yeah. handgun or a, a, a Glock or, or like something. Yeah, I mean, you could use the 38 Special if you want them. Oh, yeah, the 38 Special if, you know, if Sonny's not using it. Well, it sounds like Sonny wants an assault rifle. <laughs> I think Sonny just right. thinks we need more than what we have in the trunk. I think you're um, the only one who knows how to use an assault rifle. Yeah, yeah not uh, not necessarily that well. <laughs> they, they don't teach you that at Quantico? <laughs> the FBI is Quantico. Where's, I don't know where CIA oh, is. CIA, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. 
we've had this debate on the show before. I know. Um, <laughs> I think I think I think I previously said that the CIA was at Quantico, which is obviously incorrect. The FBI is at Quantico. I believe Langley is the CIA. Langley, that Langley. sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, I mean there are rules in here for like you know handheld flamethrower, grenade launcher. I mean, I'm not oh. gonna lie. Handheld flamethrower for like getting a reptile doesn't sound half bad. Anti-tank guided missile. <laughs> I mean, though so you can't you can't go to the local Walmart and buy no, that. But no, no, no. I'm gonna stick with my shotgun. If we're obtaining these weapons, but the CIA weapons, would though. have access to that if you wanted to go down that that <laughs> that path. I, I I'm just thinking like I I don't know. Is that fall under firearms here? Is it heavy machinery, heavy weapons? Like I've got heavy weapons. I've got yeah, heavy zero. Oh, well, actually, that's that's yeah. Some of them, it's demolitions or heavy weapons somewhere. Like I've got zero on both demolitions and heavy weapons. So like we'd be obtaining these weapons, uh, and it would not be very fruitful. <laughs> just like throw right, them so, at them so it sounds to me like it really all you really need <laughs> is is one assault rifle for sunny and then the shotgun yeah maybe it maybe a maybe a shotgun with a bit more range for yeah. for ellie and that um then seamus will just keep the 38 special and just make yeah. sure we have extra ammo if needed yes ammo listen to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah sunny's wishing he Spent less time going to therapy and more time at the shooting range. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, man. We're going to kill a monster. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. I'm feeling good. Feeling Any, ready. Anything else? So other than firearms, we talked about flashlights. Yes, flashlights. What else would flashlights. we need for like a, a trap that we're setting here? Are we talking Do we want to like, get a, like a bear trap or something or like a like a like lure it with one of those I like claw like things? The sound of a bear trap. Bear traps are cool. Throw some blood on a bear trap. Mm, I love it. Yeah, are we getting some some raw meat at the the grocery store? Not a bad yeah. idea. Get a nice steak. I think we should get like a live chicken or something. Oh, <laughs> you don't get the, the the meat at the grocery store doesn't have blood on it. You need you need fresh blood. Can you get a chicken? Where does one buy a chicken? It's Ohio. You're in rural Ohio. Come on. <laughs> Somebody's got a roasting chicken. All right, let's do it. Let's let's get a chicken. All right, chicken. <laughs> chicken and a bear trap. Bear trap. <laughs> Assault rifle. <laughs> flashlights. No one could piece together what we're doing. Uh -uh. It's great. <laughs> also, at this point, have I got? Did I get any sleep? <laughs> Am I gonna be okay? You did. You did get okay, sleep. So ro roll a roll a roll a d six for me. Okay. That is another six. Is that a All good right, six? So you you get six yeah you get six you get six willpower <sighs> points back. Oh hallelujah! And you're not taking the penalty because you're not you're not exhausted. Thank goodness. Once you sober up in the morning, which you know you will yeah. you will eventually. I mean, honestly, probably not a bad thing that at two in the morning somebody made her drink some water. <laughs> that's that's gonna help for monster hunting day. All right, Let's do this. Let's go get a monster. Let's let's go kill a lizard man. Slay a beast. Woman. All right. So the only thing that actually requires much of a expense to acquire are the shotgun and the assault rifle. And so I need um, each of Ellie and Sh uh, Ellie and Sunny to make either an intelligence times five or an an accounting check, please. Uh, my accounting is fifty. But my intelligence time fives is eighty-five. Yes, Ooh. we can use whatever one's higher. Yes, you can use whichever one's higher. Okay. 
Can I inquire about the return policy on the shotgun at the gun store? <laughs> no. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> you shoot it, you own it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, I've got a 55 under 70. Critical success, Ooh. 55. Nice. Love it. Oh, that's right. Mine's a 73 under 85. 85. Got I should actually, I should actually ask you, Sonny, before you do. Well, actually, yeah. Do you? Uh, there's so there are light, medium, and heavy rifles. What did you have in mind? Probably not a heavy one. Actually, you know what? I think I think the only one that's actually like available over the counter is the is the light. Hmm. Sounds good. So we're gonna we're gonna go with that one. Um, all right. So you neither of you um, you both have the 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 money on hand. Maybe not cash, but like yeah. you're it, the expense of this is not going to set you back any significant amount. So you're 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 both good to go with those. Are we able to? I mean, knowing that like I have heard in in recent days of agents dying in the field um the are we able to like at least i don't know my concern is if if the worst of the worst happens and we all die out there obviously somebody needs to know there's a monster in these woods like what would be the best way of making sure that that information is conveyed to the agency you can definitely report that to your handler Okay, yeah, I think like, we would make this a is quick what call. we found. This is what we're doing. Yeah. About it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I think we would do that that morning. Okay, no problem. So, is the plan to set up the chicken somewhere near the bear trap <laughs> and try to draw the creature there and then. Very common sense. If you sentence. need to mow it down yes, with the weapons, Eric, you can. That is the I'm just, plan. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just confirming. I'm just confirming. Yeah, I feel like it's like tie down the chicken, like tie, yeah. set up the bear trap. Tie down the chicken and then like slit its throat <laughs> and then just kind of like run back like 50 <laughs> yards. Get ready. And is there like this is a forest. Are there like climbable trees? Probably. You know what? Like, like fuck flashlights, too. Why don't we just get like some uh, uh, big what old are they? lights? Like, like batteries, though. Set yeah, those up like in a There's circle. There's nowhere to plug them in. Generators. <laughs> You gotta plug the generator. In. No, I guess no. It can be no, a gas gasoline. generator. Yeah, yeah, gas yeah, generator. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you use the gasoline. You make a lot. You you pour a circle around the bear trap. Yeah, you like know. Yeah, fire. if we're doing this, we're doing it. Are uh, we doing that? <laughs> I mean, that I don't know. I mean, like floodlights. Maybe setting the the backwoods on fire is not great, but like. Maybe something. Well, you're also like not trying to draw attention to yourself, yeah. right? Like someone coming around would not be uh, not be ideal. Oh, I was under the impression video. that the woods we were in was like a not a. I guess they were just hiking back there, so yeah. people do go back there. Yeah, there I, are like lots of hiking trails back there. As Great. Seamus well knows, I think we got to stick with the good flashlights, flashlights. <laughs> in the middle of the day. Somebody right, opens one. fire with a. With <laughs> you hear a sad chicken. What could that be? Wait, yeah. Can I get a, can I get a silencer on my assault rifle? Does that come with the critical oh, success? No. Silencers are fake. <laughs> if I know one thing about that's guns, true. it's that silencers are fake. That's true. All right. Well, let's I mean, they, get... they're they're real, but they don't silence guns like they like you think they do. Yeah. Let's get some heavy duty flashlights then. Uh, the biggest, uh, like the RV supply biggest... store has. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like the big handheld ones that you like. You know, you hold the handle in it, like. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's fine. No gas. Which I'm not sure will do anything in the sunlight, but probably not. No, hey. this is <laughs> Get it in his eyes. You know what? Shine in his eyes. It might help. It's not nothing. Might as well um, get a okay. laser pointer. 
<laughs> so you acquire all of these things. Yep. They're in the back of the Prius. <laughs> Fucking hell. Walk me, walk me through, walk me through the next, the next steps here. All right, I think step one. Surely this would have happened last night. Honestly, would be cleaning Seamus's knee as much as possible, and yep. like I think mm. we could have mm. gotten you because you know they make those um liquid bandages that would completely cover mm-hmm. the mm. the wound. That's smart. Because I want, I want to make sure that there is like no blood. Like, you guys did not get to shave this morning. We are going to be, like, in at as much control as we can of the things that will alert this thing to us. Great call. Um, and speaking of that, um, I need uh, Seamus to make me a con times five roll, please, to see whether you recover your one hit point or not. All right. Let's roll. Stretch that knee out. 27. Nice. All right. So, yeah. So, you're you're back up to full health. Though, I mean, there's, you know, there's still a wound there, but um, but no hit point damage. Great. Uh, yeah, I think we we pack the, up the Prius. Yeah, we go to the outskirts of the forest. We talk through the plan again, which is very simple: bear trap, ch- chicken. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> just just to add another thing into the plan, potentially. Like, yeah, if we are trying to lure the creature to this chicken, because they're gonna consume it. Yeah, right. Like. Any biology uh, info on like it's, uh, a, a, a something that they might ingest that would cause them harm? <gasps> that, that so maybe we don't have oh. to take a shot. Like maybe they're just like oh. I like, any, like any where kind your of brain poison is that at. we can. Yeah, tranquilizers. How do you poison a lizard. Yeah, I don't. Uh, of I don't, course I don't, you can poison I a lizard. We, I don't know. You can poison anything. <laughs> if any of you want to make a chemistry roll. I think I'm pretty good at Or chemistry. a pharmaceutical role. I will check. allow you to know how to um, use home home products to make poison. I have a 50 in chemistry. Get on it. It's Go you. It. It's Scientist! You. It's my third science. I called it Actually, even no, more sorry. A, a, 50, a 50 in chemistry is enough. You absolutely can make oh. something poisonous. Come um, on. Oh, I'm going to yes. kill a chicken so much. Okay, it's all right. Ellie goes hunting. Then I almost wonder, like... Is the bear trap gonna like scare them away? Do we? No, I don't think it. I don't think it's smart enough. I think like it can't resist. But like, would if they if they got caught in the bear trap, are they eating the chicken? True. <laughs> Great questions. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, okay, but like, I trust the bear trap and our guns more than I trust the this weird creature that's not even like of this earth. Yeah. To be affected by a household tranquilizer. <laughs> well, damn. And did you did you tell us the about the dream that you had? I, I think I sh- when we fast forwarded through that shared yeah. information. I think I shared, shared my yeah. theory about the you know there being more of them and yeah. that I, I think I made the connection about the hunt stuff and shared that with you all and didn't necessarily feel the need to share that I was having dreams and nightmares there. about these creatures okay then like speaking metatextually i think that in the dream they gorged themselves was what the description was like you this would have dr- seen them go crazy so okay. i should i should also mention i'm looking at the poisons in here Ooh. i think i think you all ellie you would also know that you're really none of them are going to act so instantly that it's yeah. like going to keep it from attacking you fair mm. 
All right. right? Well, like, you know, they'll, they'll anything would take at least an hour to like actually kill something. This is a good to idea. Into their, you know, they'd have to ingest it and have to get into the bloodstream and all. All right. So that's the poison fair. is fair. more of a it's a fail safe, right? Like if if it gets away, if it gets away, that's perfect, right? Or yeah. if if we somehow if we go down, if we find ourselves thinking. in an hour long, you know, chase in battle, that yep. <laughs> suddenly it's we, just gonna go. If we have, but like, yeah, if we have to get out of there for some reason, and yeah. we know that it's consumed some of it, then we can say to ourselves, it might not be making it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Great. Okay. So bear trap stays. Okay. Are you telling a special agent Charlvane anything about your suspicions about the mounds, about the cult, about the town? I think we have to at least talk about the oh, mound yeah. and maybe the cult. The only hesitation, the only hesitation I have is that. We heard from two former, or not former, two other Delta Green agents <sighs> to not necessarily not trust. trust anyone yeah. we're working with and that they might not have our best interests at hand. Yeah, I don't know if true. like, I don't know if that means that they would just say, you know, go out there and deal with it. I, I, I don't know. I think that's, I think that's a fair point. Okay, then let's keep it to there is a monster in the woods and we are going to take it out. And if we make it out, we can judge in person, hopefully. Sure. What to share. Okay, so we are going to get in touch with them, at least to pass on some information. Yeah, I don't want any more hikers okay. beefing it. That's fair. All right, and then my last question is, the woods are large. Are you doing any try any trying of locating the creature before setting up, or are you hoping that its sense of smell is so good that it'll... Can we backtrack from where we ran into Seamus at all? Yeah, I feel like if sure. we go back to that generalish location, yeah, that's a good place to start. I mean, for, good. for all we know, we're gonna see like a trail of some sort of like broken branches and stuff. I don't think Ellie's particularly good at tracking, but you never know. Sounds good. Okay. All right. So fast forward. You're, 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 you know, kind of in the general vicinity of the of where you were last time, but you know, off the trail enough that you know you're hoping that you don't encounter any um, encounter any stragglers, people mm -hmm. around. You set up the bear trap. You you know you set up the poison. You set up the chicken. You slit the uh, you slit the the chicken's neck. Where do the three of you go once you do that? I kind of want to go up a tree, but that might be insane. But it, I don't know. It had big burly arms. So yeah, that probably wouldn't help. We didn't we didn't think about this part. <laughs> no, the uh... but you would have thought about it before executing it. Yeah, I mean, I might still go just a little ways up a tree enough that okay. I could probably like jump out of it if I needed to. But just to be able to like have an easier way of like looking around for signs of anything. Okay, I'm not the best climber, so I might just be standing at the trunk at the base of the tree. Fair enough. 38 special in hand. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sonny might also, yeah, might also be in a tree. Okay. Yeah, likes that, yeah, sort of eagle's nest point of view. Yeah, like spreading ourselves out a bit, having a couple different sight Yeah, lines. maybe, yeah, yeah, not necessarily in the same vicinity as as Ellie and, and Seamus, but if, if he's maybe on a different, yeah, just at a different angle, on the on a different side of the, the chicken. And if any hikers come along, we are filming a YouTube video and they need to get out. <laughs> yeah, could be we could be bird watchers, you know? We could With be With the bear trap and guns. <laughs> it's all possible. 
and a, and a and a chicken with a with its slit throat. We we don't talk about our strange forest rights. <laughs> Listen, it's it's a it's a freedom of religion. Middle of the day on a Wednesday. If there's that many people out there, uh, yep, I'd be su- surprised a little bit. Yeah. Thanks All to right, Dan so, and Nick, yeah, we have a lot of ahead. laws that protect us from doing whatever we want in the woods. Thanks to <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, all right, I need two luck rolls. Um, you can decide who's making those luck rolls. I don't know. Uh, I feel lucky. Do it. All right, go ahead and roll me your roll me the first luck roll. Eighty-seven. Okay, fail. Yeah. Okay. What, is, what does luck fall under? It's not. It's everybody's fifty. It's just. Oh, a, it's 50. just a fifty-fifty roll. Yeah. Emily, how do you feel? I can give it a shot. Let's try. That's an eighty-eight. Oh, that's a critical failure. No. Yes, okay. it is. Yes, it is. All right, so you all set up. Should have rolled. Motherfuck. <laughs> sure should have. And <sighs> after a few minutes, you start hearing rustling through the woods. I think both Ellie and Sunny, you see something moving, you know, kind of from your, your slightly higher vantage point. And you see this creature burst through the trees and run over to the bear trap and start gorging itself or start it starts eating the chicken the bear trap does not snap closed damn it i mean we got it at walmart so <laughs> and we are going to move into initiative so you all have the same oh, initiative it's eating what a pain it doesn't see any of you at the moment who would like to act first i think we we gotta just start shooting right yeah i mean the, yeah. the second we take a shot it's it's running it off but it might attack is what it might do it also it also might attack I think biggest gun shoots first. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I technically have the, the highest number. It's not that much higher than Ellie's, but... Yeah, I think you should go. All right, Eric, I guess Sonny's taking the first shot. Does uh, it look wounded at all, by the way? Has it miraculously healed itself? It does look wounded. Oh, Great. good. Great. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that the first shot, which is going to be Sonny's, is going to be made at a plus 20 because <gasps> it doesn't know that it's being shot at. Yeah! Nice. All right, all right. We got this. So that's 64. Uh, yeah, so it's a 64. Okay. All right, we're going for it. Motherfucker, man. No! No! I don't, I don't trust this online right <laughs> dice roller <laughs> one fucking bit. What'd you roll? It's an 87. Jeez. 87. All right, and so the so you 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 release a a, a flurry of of bullets from the assault rifle, uh, and it doesn't react. Sick. It continues to it continues to to gorge itself on the chicken. Run it back. Um, Let's go. Yeah. Who's going next? Ellie. I'll get go. After it. Yeah, Ellie, I'm up in the get tree. It, get it. I'm safer. Plus oh, twenty again. Still doesn't know what's going on. Hey. Hey. Uh, no, I think it's more aware uh, now. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't care. Um, that is a 37. 37. That's under my 40. All right. With a shotgun, you rolled 2d6 worth of damage. Woo! Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Come on. That's a three. And another three. Okay, six. Okay. So now the shotgun rings out as well. Um, the slugs spray in the direction of the creature, and you see it, like, reel back in pain and look up around it. But... Seamus, you still get to go before it acts. Finish it off. All right. What's your Let's firearm score? 20? Oh, probably not very good. Um, 20. Okay. And I roll a 34. 34. All right. Okay. So you take okay. you take a couple of shots with the, with the 38 special and miss as well. And the creature looks up 
and I think sees Seamus. Yeah. Oh, jeez. On oh, the ground, Seamus. buddy. <laughs> and it's all right. Hey, we, <laughs> we're not done yet. Nope. Do I have any first aid training? I'm going to see. <laughs> and charges toward Seamus. Oh, God. Okay. We've been here before. It's yep. okay. We all <laughs> came out yes. okay. And is going to attempt to, I think, grapple you again. Oh. I think it's going to attempt to knock you down and pin you again. Oh, God. Okay. And it fails. Oh, oh my God. baby! The Lord is oh, I should have I should have asked you, but it, yeah. come on! Oh, no, 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 you already, you already, yeah, you already acted. So you, you, oh no, you, you would have been able to dodge, but it, it failed. So don't worry about that. Love it. You are blessed. And it kind of like bumps itself up against the tree, and yeah, the whole group is up again. I'm right above him. If I, if I go, can I get a bonus? Uh, yeah, I'll give you a point blank shot from here. Love that. Right. So plus right. twenty. Plus twenty. So that's a forty. Thirty-eight. All right. Yes. Roll two d six. All right. That is a one and a four. It's totally five. So five. God, this thing is healthy. All right. The other two of you uh, are still up as well. Uh, do it. Do it. Finish it. Seamus, finish it. Do you want to go first this time since you're at you point are right yeah. there? Yeah. So I'm gonna take another shot. I'm gonna roll. I think it's so. one hundred. Jesus. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> That, this is, this is what rigged. is wrong is with you? <laughs> rigged. So you um, you go to pull the trigger and oh. the gun jams no, no, no. as you go to pull the trigger. And this thing is just like breathing in oh. your face. Okay, that's not as bad as it. I, I thought something much worse was going to happen. Just a jammed gun. We can we can manage with that. Okay, I'm going to take a shot now. Okay. Uh, mine's, okay, just 40. J- don't hit me. I'm really close to the creature. Yeah, shit, apparently. man. It's going to happen probably, isn't it? Okay. No, uh, no, no, no. Knock on right. the trees that we're in. <laughs> Dude. We've got, we've, we have to, ch- we have to get our own <laughs> dice. Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> uh, What'd you roll? That's a 91. Oh, my 91. God. All right. We've, so you we've fire officially hit all bullets. the 90s. Yep. I think so. <laughs> Seamus, real sorry, dude. Oh, God. Aoife. Aoife. I don't want to tell you, you your brother's me? dead. No, I just like, it's it's right there. Hey, yeah. Well, you know. We didn't kill it. What the fuck, man? This seems like a very wounded creature, though. Surely. So I think the creature now looks up into the trees and sees <laughs> Ellie as well. <laughs> In addition to Seamus. Yeah, it does. And it turns and starts to flee. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So you're all up again. Yeah. All right. Do you want to uh, go first, Lenny? Uh, you want me to go first? Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's change it up. Let's change it up. Exactly. Yeah. We yeah, got to change our luck. Yeah. Great call. All right. 28. Oh. Hey. Come on. Nice. Surely uh, you're going to do it. 1d12 damage. Nice. 1d12. All right. That's what I'm talking uh, about. All right. D12. That's exactly the same as a... Shotgun, essentially, isn't it? Six. Two D six. The average on a D twelve is less than an average on two D six, just barely. Six. So Sunny pulls the trigger, and the bullets hit this creature, and it causes it to like fall off course and slam into a tree, and it kind of slumps up <gasps> against the tree. What are the three okay. of you do? I'll shoot it. Shoot it in the head. Shoot, shoot, shoot it, in shoot the it head. again. Uh, shoot, shoot, should we get closer? From Do the I, tree, or are you gonna? Are you I'm gonna, like... staying in my tree. <laughs> All right, go ahead okay. and shoot. Okay, come on, come on. Uh, fifty-eight. Damn. Okay. What about you, Seamus? I'm gonna shoot it in the head. Try. You have try. a. You have a jammed gun. gun. <gasps> you have a jammed gun. Uh. Okay, so I can't. So I can't do anything with the gun. No. Um, flashlight! 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 
What's that gonna do? What's it gonna do? It's Shut broad daylight. Um, can I like stab it with a stick? <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's worth a shot. Do you, I, uh, yeah. I'll yeah. take any other ideas. We had a knife in. Yeah, you could have the, the baseball bat or the knife. We, oh, I we, have these things. We we yeah. brought them. Yeah, 100%. sure. Retcon. We, All right, I got a, we I got a knife. <laughs> I got a knife. Okay. I'm gonna like try to stab it in what I think where its heart should be. Yeah. So you walk. You start like moving quickly towards this creature where it's slumped up against the tree, and as you get closer, it doesn't look like the creature that you killed or that you were shooting at. What? It looks like the old woman. Yeah, classic. And then it flickers, and it's a six-year-old girl. (gasps) And then it flickers, and it's an old man. And then it flickers, and it's, you're sure, looks exactly like the photo that you saw of Douglas Yale. Yeah, it does. Yep. And you go over, and you plunge the knife into Douglas Yale's heart, and it slumps over dead. (gasps) Hell yeah. That away, yes. Father. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. Now what? <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> Plus, I don't know. I wish I wish I'd thought about this. I'd do like a cool last line. Be like, see you in hell. <laughs> I, think that, I think all that works. What, what, are, what are the exorcism, uh, like, final <laughs> words? Like, Oh, um, the power of Christ yeah. compels you. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my god. Okay. Um I will hop out of my tree. Yeah, I think Sonny's getting out of the tree, going up to confirm that this yeah. thing is dead. I have still got my shotgun like up and pointed at it. It seems real dead. It definitely seems dead, yes. Not to get all Great. weird, but like sh- like do we like chop its head off and call it a trophy and that's what we bring back? I mean it definitely still looks like Douglas Yale. Oh god! <laughs> I didn't oh, think about no. that. I assumed no, it reverted to monster form. Who, if you recall, had his bones found years ago. Yeah, that's weird. When you were saying it flickered, like, are we are we assuming that, like, the last flicker was, like, its real version? I, I, I think in my mind it was, like, this was just flickering to, like, all the different things it could transform to. And, like, it's not necessarily, that's who, it's not necessarily Douglas Yale. Uh, yeah, you you don't know. It it seems to it seems to have been able to take many forms. Right. Why that was the case, you don't know. I mean, its real form is the is the creature. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's like flickering, like a hologram flickers, or it's like no, it's no. Like shape, I, shape, I, shape I said I said flicker. It's more like a shape shift. Yeah. yeah. Shape shift. Okay. <gasps> okay. Well, I admit I do not necessarily want to cut off a person's head, but how the hell do we get what looks like to all the world a dead body out of these woods? Anyone got? Do we have a blanket or something in our Prius? Yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't want to belabor the I don't want to belabor the getting the body <laughs> out of the woods. You, you have a CIA trained <laughs> operative with you. That's I think true. you can I think you can remove a body. Yeah, yeah. Um, I pull the Prius up real close. <laughs> I think I am. I think the thing I am most curious about is what do you tell Delta Green? Mm. And are you doing anything else to try to? Is there anything else that you're looking into, or do you feel like you're just going to report back and go from there? I wonder if we remove the body, find some safe place to deposit it or leave it, 
tell Delta Green the location of the body and be like, you know, you'll find something that appears to be Douglas Yale. It is not Douglas Yale, given that his bones were found years ago. If you run some DNA or do some tests, you may discover other things. Sincerely. Your, your, your pals. Sincerely yours. XOXO the Chester Gossip team. Girl. The Chester team, yeah. <laughs> XOXO. Yeah. I just... Oh, God, I want to know. I want to know. I want to know what the hell is going on at that cult. But, like, I don't know what the, if there's a safe way to do it with just us. I mean, I admit I am also tempted in the cold light of day that to toss another chicken over and see what happens. <laughs> But again, I'm not sure they we have many guns. It's not for a me good idea. Than that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do we tell? Because all we have right now is suspicions. We don't have any any actual proof of anything except that, like, whatever this creature was, at, at some point it managed to start looking like a guy that was kicked out from there. And we never, we can't pin down when it may have gotten access to that to that look, that particular outfit. Right. Much less, I mean, we we have a lot of suspicions, but I don't think we have any proof to give them. But that said, I don't know. I I can't. I know it's. I don't actually. Here's a. I don't know if Ellie. Hmm. Did Ellie tell them about her dream? I would think at least enough that you, with the connection that you made, that something might be in the mound. Yeah. No, I think that's right. I can't help it. Like dreams are dreams, and dreams are weird. And I was not in my best state of mind at the moment. I fully admit. But like. If there are more of these things just waiting to pop out of that mound, that is worrying. But I don't know. I don't particularly want to go dig it up in the daytime when someone's going to be angry at us. And I don't really don't want to try digging around at nighttime when they're going to pop out and eat us. Is there like a... <laughs> is there an x-ray for the ground? Like... <laughs> there is, yes. X-ray. It's very expensive, but yes, there is. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe that's the recommendation, is to tell Delta Green... We have reason to believe that this is not an isolated thing. They sent us knowing it wasn't an isolated thing. There may well be more creatures in that mound. Delta Green can send somebody with a expensive ground ray to look inside, maybe. I mean, yeah, I think at, at the very least, we have to turn over this body to them. Yep, absolutely. And we're going to have to have some explanation for the body. Yeah, I had uh, a one in my trunk. It it, it it was. Do we say that it's a creature that turned that somehow became a human? Do we say that it's? Do we lie and say that it's you know uh, this this human was acting uh, crazy and aggressively in the in the woods? Um, mm-hmm. I think we gotta tell them that it's a creature. Yeah. Like um, we have no reason to believe they wouldn't try to corroborate it in any chance. And it would be real bad for us if they pluck a hair, do a test, and find out it is definitely not a human male named Douglas Yale. Um, so I think we got to tell them that that is some sort of creature running around that took on that shape. Yeah, I think the I think yeah. probably the smooth the smoothest way for you to deposit this body actually you would think is to buy a freezer of some sort, put it in oh. the green box in Cincinnati, and put the body in there. I, I, That's yeah. probably. I did want to buy ice. Yeah, yeah. I thought the green box would come back in handy. Yeah. All right. So as we as we kind of wrap this up, any any mention of suspicions to Delta Green about the cult? You you, you already said like have them look into the mounds. What about the cult or the town? Yeah, I don't think we can blame the town. 
I'm not opposed to shining more light on a cult. I don't like cults. I mean, so we're telling them we have, so we have reason to believe that there are more of these creatures in the mountains. Great. Yes. And I think reason to believe that Arthur Hunt was right. one. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, mm-hmm. right. I was whatever gonna the implications say, I, I, that I was going to say, I was, I was thinking that's especially something that Sonny would want to show to them that, you know, they were able to make this kind of connection. And mm-hmm. a pattern that also reflects in the, the leader of the cult. Sure. That like that not so, recognizing. So maybe that's the way into that is like, you know, based on information mm. we have about the cult, you know, it's it's looks like a very similar situation to Arthur Hunt's. So we have suspicion to believe that, you know, this cult that worships at this at these mounds might somehow be involved with these creatures. Mm. Yeah. We could give him the title of uh one of those books Why not? That, yeah. uh, that I found you know, like for further reading, <laughs> check out the mound monsters or, yeah. or whatever it mysteries. We just of the make mound. a syllabus basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. basically. We're both good at that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, is there any, are, what are, are we forgetting? Yeah. I'm just not sure if there's any, anything beyond like the yeah. cults being connected. Are we, I mean like we were sent to look into the three people and I think we figured out the, what that connection was. And I think, yeah, yeah. We did our job. The clearest presentist danger has been dealt with. And we tell them there's probably more here, but it is probably more than three of us can handle. All right. So you were, you, you're able to move the body. You're able to put it in the green box. You're able to report back to Delta Green. And I think in typical Delta Green fashion, you are thanked for your work and not provided with any more information. Yeah. And so we're going to wrap up here. And as I do for all of the seasons, I want to give each of you a chance to kind of put a put an end cap on your character's um, story here. And so that could be a scene that happens over the next couple of weeks. That could be just kind of a description of like, you know, what what is where their mind is or like what their what their life looks like over the next couple of weeks. Just kind of like what is how do you want how do each of you want to wrap up? your character's story over the next couple of weeks not like for the rest of their life but just kind of you know put a put a bow on this on this particular part of their life here's a question that i'm just realizing Mm -hmm. in our report did we mention ifa oh that is a great question (laughs) (laughs) the the question of ifa the ifa question (laughs) just back at the best western um, I mean, I think you can. I think you can. I think you can each individually answer that question, right? Ooh. Because any of you could make could make that report separately. Shisa. I assume, Seamus, that you are not going to mention the fact that your sister saw anything. Nope. Okay, Ellie or Sunny, are either of you going to mention that? Oh boy! Wow! Oh let's, my let's god! See, let's see what happens here. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get into the mind of your character, what you think your character would do. You know, you've learned a lot here, right? Like, you know, you you all have had this experience with Delta Green. You know the protocols. But I think you also heard from the Cincinnati cell that, like, not everything, maybe not everything is what it seems. So. Yeah. Right. I think I think that that is in Sonny's mind, like what the, specifically what we heard from the two agents in Cincinnati. And I think that's why even, you know, he was a bit worried about what information they were telling Delta Green. I, I don't see any reason to include, you know, Afa's presence in the report. You know, causing undue harm to her or to Seamus potentially. Yeah. Okay, Ellie. I am completely torn 
because I feel like she likes Seamus. She thinks that Aoife is completely innocent, but the disorder that she has in her mind manifests as trying to not to not be under suspicion from Delta Green, to like prove to them that she is someone who can be trusted. I'm sorry, I think she I think she says I think she says that she doesn't she's gonna try and couch it in terms of like I don't know what she saw exactly, because that is true. Mm-hmm. But she was there. She was in town and she may have seen something. And right. I think that's what she'll say. Sounds good. We'll we'll see what the wow. ramifications of that are. Well I'm sorry later on. <laughs> You, All right, you so, can make so the argument next that. time you need a letter of recommendation for your tenure, <laughs> don't don't ask me. Don't, don't come calling. No. Nope. You you nope. can make the argument though that not not that I mean you've made your choice. I'm not sure we can wreck yep. on it. I'm not. You can make the argument that including Eva's presence in the story and that we didn't really do anything about it mm. is like is even more of a you're putting yourself into you're putting yourself (laughs) and like your ability to handle the case and handle that situation in question i think come to think of it i also met a lovely young woman (laughs) named sam (laughs) 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 no i think that like you know my memory's getting jogged just now yeah um ellie absolutely she does what i said she did and then she completely is stuck in a loop if that was of the course, wrong thing to do. Course, yeah, that was the yeah. wrong thing to do. It's gonna look bad. Yep. There's no winning. All right. So, um, all right. So, fi- final scene or final um, final description for for each of your characters. I think I um, after after you know everything is, is sorted. When I go back to the hotel room and talk to Aoife, I think you know once things calm down, we get the car. We I I drive back to Ann Arbor with Aoife. And I basically take the rest of the week off and spend, you know, several days with Aoife and then her husband and just making sure that um, she's okay and promising to have more visits uh, with one another. And but but growing concerned that this has traumatized or re-traumatized her, perhaps, Um, but do my very best to to kind of put this behind me and go back to my classes the week after that. Great. Thank you. I feel like I think Sonny leaves Chester and goes back to San Diego and is even more invested in the the sort of path that he has put himself down the last few months, like since Hellbend. I think this Chester experience only confirms for him that there's something bigger going on here, you know, than what whatever was just happening in Hellbend, whatever that is just happening in Chester, that there's some bigger, larger danger out there. Uh, and, and that, you know, that the situation isn't completely solved. I mean, they've, they're, they're leaving Chester with some things answered, but a, a lot of things still are just suspicions. So I think he's, he's got more rabbit holes to go down now. You know, he's got more people to continue investigating. I think he's going to do whatever he can to keep convincing Delta Green that, you know, he's, one of the people that should, you know, be pursuing this case further. Great. Thank you. I think I think Ellie is a selfish person in a lot of ways who likes to see the world in some ways as a series of exchanges, at least on a cosmic sense, because I think knowing that she talked about Aoife, 
she's gonna say, I did a good thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna text Sam. And she is gonna have a coffee with Sam and is going to not try to rekindle the relationship. She's she's not a fool. She knows that, that is that is over, but is working harder at turning off the voice in her head that's telling her to doubt Sam and is choosing to have that friendship again and have the thing that she wants, even if she knows she kind of endangered the thing that somebody else would have wanted to protect. All right, why don't you roll me a sanity check? Sure. That's fun. Hold on. I've already forgotten. I'm trying to roll my sanity. It's 48. That's a 26. Oh, yeah. I think you actually are able to I think the, I think the I think the coffee does you good. I think <laughs> yeah. I think you I think you feel less like she's out to get you than more like she's out to get you. Yeah. I think so. It's easier to sit with that. Yeah. And that is where our story is going to end for now. Wow. I'm sorry, Eva. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio, September 19th, 2016. Dr. Eleanor Freeman was rushing around her small apartment, getting ready to head to her lab at Case Western. She wanted to stop in and check on the work she had just started before her first class of the day, and she was running a bit behind. But when she felt her phone buzz and saw that she had a text from Sam, she stopped what she was doing to read it. Hey, did you see the news about Chester? Crazy, right? Ellie had in fact not seen the news about Chester, so she opened Twitter on her phone and searched. She saw a few tweets that seemed to be about something happening with the mounds, and she clicked on the first video that came up. A local news reporter was standing outside the Hunt Museum, and Ellie could see the statue of Arthur Hunt in the background as he spoke. Residents of Chester, Ohio woke early this morning to the sounds of what some described as a store full of fireworks going off, and others said sounded like the entire town had exploded. Those who went out to check soon found that a beloved local landmark, the Chester Mounds, had been blocked off by roadblocks, fencing, and armed security, seemingly overnight, and the source of the explosion is still unknown. Attempts to gather aerial footage have been thwarted as well. Signage on the fencing indicates that the land has come under the ownership of a private company, Patentia Holdings, and that the security forces have been contracted from a small specialty security firm from Washington, D.C. called Solon Security. We have reached out to representatives from both companies, along with both Chester and Megas County officials, but have received no official word at this point. Locals we spoke with are furious at the possibility that the mounds have been sold off, and even more concerned that they might have been damaged in the explosion. At this point, however, this is purely speculation. We'll be sure to pass along any updates as they arise. Ellie closed out Twitter and set her phone down, taking a moment to close her eyes and take in the deepest breath she'd allowed herself since returning from Chester herself. She couldn't be sure but somehow she knew that someone at the program had believed them and had made sure that nothing unnatural would come from the mounds again. New York City, February 20th, 2017. Special Agent Mark Thompson sat in a conference room with a notebook out and pen in hand, but he wasn't writing anything. The pen hung limply from his fingers as he continued to stare down at the notes he had taken. This was a strange one, he had to admit, though Mark wasn't even quite sure what he found so strange about it. It just seemed off. Mark had been called to LaGuardia Airport a few hours ago to interview a suspected smuggler, 
a 22-year-old man named Jonathan Emery. Emery and his bags had been searched at random, but something about his evasiveness had seemed off to the TSA agents also, and they'd pulled him aside. Emery, it turned out, worked for Hunt Electronics in their New York branch, and claimed to be accompanying a large amount of engineering equipment that was meant for a subcontractor in Switzerland. But after a bit of digging, it turned out that the subcontractor didn't exist, and that nearly $5 million worth of small gold ingots were stashed in hidden compartments throughout the equipment. After that revelation, it didn't take much to make Emery sing like a bird. He'd made this trip a few times over the last few years, and he was also paid with a bonus of $5,000 each time he did it. He even got to travel around Europe a bit after he was finished. Mark was sure that Emery wasn't their guy, wasn't the mastermind behind anything, and really didn't know much of what he was doing. He was an errand boy, and that was it. But something smelled fishy about this whole affair, and Mark knew just where to look to find the source of the stench. Emery had told him, just as he was about to wrap up the interview. When Mark had asked him one final time if he knew anything more about where the gold or the equipment came from, reassuring him that any help he could provide might earn him a bit of leniency, Emery had finally remembered something, and it was that something that Mark would be following up on next. Emery said that the gold and the equipment came from a small subsidiary of Hunt Electronics called Hunt Specialty Services. Mr. Lassiter knows all about it, Emery had said, referring to the CEO of Hunt Electronics. It's his pet project in Duxbury. Chester, Ohio, May 2nd, 2017. The sun shone brightly as a middle-aged woman approached the old porta potty turned toll booth at the entrance to the Brown Farm, home of the New Star Crusade. She looked somewhat dazed, but well put together, as if trying to keep the sadness and despair in her eyes hidden by her clothes and makeup. Leo Campbell, whose turn it was to station the entrance to the compound, stepped out of the toll booth and waved. Hi there, I'm Leo. Welcome to the home of the New Star Crusade. Can I help you? The woman paused, looking up toward the sagging roof of the three-story main house, as if she knew instinctively where to find the man she was looking for, before looking back down at Leo. It seemed to take a great deal of energy just for the woman to speak. I'd like to speak with Dan and Ignis. Leo was not surprised. They didn't get a lot of visitors here at the farm, but when they did, most wanted to speak with their fearless leader. Leo assured her that he would see what he could do, and went back into the porta potty, which had been fitted long ago with a wireless intercom system. He called up, told Mr. Ignis that someone was here to speak with him, and then began to escort the woman toward the house. Leo noticed the woman looking around, turning her head back and forth as if looking for something, but he didn't pay it much mind. People were always surprised at what they saw when they came to the farm. They just weren't used to communal living like this. When they reached the house, Leo brought the woman up to the top floor to Mr. Ignis's room. He knocked on the door, waited for the signal, and then opened it for her. Leo then turned and started down the stairs, though he lingered for just a moment, hoping to catch the beginning of her conversation with their leader. He was a curious man, and he always wanted to know what brought new people to the farm. Just as he was reaching the floor below, he heard the woman speak, though he only caught a few words. My name is Aoife. I lost my husband a few months ago, and I'm looking for answers. I'd like to join the New Star Crusade. This podcast was published by Arrangement with the Delta Green Partnership. The intellectual property known as Delta Green is a trademark and copyright owned by the Delta Green Partnership, who has licensed its use here. The scenario Future Perfect is copyright Dennis Detwiller, 
and the contents of this podcast are copyright Nature of My Game podcast, accepting those elements that are the components of the Delta Green intellectual property. Our intro music was composed and produced by Jean-Luc Bouchard. You can find more information about the Nature of My Game podcast at NOMG Podcast on Twitter and Instagram or at nomgpodcast.com.